Hello and welcome to the Wimlex Show, episode number 37. Today our guest is Ben, founder and CEO from Camera Express. This is one of the leading retailers for photo and video equipment, online and offline. In the German-speaking market, there is not such a retailer. And we are talking with Ben about this fact, why he could be so successful in the Netherlands, why he's growing successfully online and offline, and what the new role of the stores are in his vision. It was uh, super interesting to visit one of the stores. We actually recorded uh, in the superstore of Camera Express in Amsterdam. Um, they have their own podcaster and YouTube studio. That was very interesting. And uh, I think most of our listeners can learn a lot from Ben's vision and uh, will have a much better understanding what could be the plans and future strategies for uh, video and photo retailers in the German-speaking markets and in other markets as well. This show is presented uh, to you by Spryker. That's my company, one of the leading e-commerce providers in Europe. Of course, Lena is part of the game too. She is heading Bright, a payment business in Stockholm. And Wilhelm Blom, uh, managing director of Debt Agency in Amsterdam. Um, both could not be part of this episode, but uh, one of the next episodes uh, uh, will be presented by Wilhelm and Lena as well. So it stays entertaining here at the Wimlex show and please enjoy now the episode with Ben from Camera Express. You start. Ben, welcome to the Wimlex show here in Amsterdam. Uh, today we're going to talk about uh, retail, uh, photo uh, and uh, Camera Express. Uh, please tell our listeners who you are and what actually Camera, Pre Camera Express is doing. Um, my name is Ben Cornelissen. I'm the uh, currently the CEO of uh, Camera Express, uh, which translates in terms in Dutch terms we call that uh, the CEO, the manager van alles. Uh, it means that you're involved in everything within the company. Uh, Camera Express is the uh, a market leader in uh, photo specialist retail within the Netherlands and Belgium. Was founded this April 25 years ago. Uh, on which I'm part of 17 years now, was founded by uh, uh, Peter Mercy, which is the uh, uh, was an, a, a very strong entrepreneur who saw uh, uh, an opportunity to start his own business, and then it evolved through the trends of online and omnichannel retailing towards uh, the market leader in the the Benelux. Yeah. Cool. And um, when when I met you first, like half a year ago, more or less, in, yeah. in Amsterdam, and, uh, and and read about your business, I compared it a little bit to uh, like the smaller um, photo chains in uh, in in, uh, in Germany, and they're all struggling, like Photopost and Photoprint and all on all the others. Uh, and and you presented me a much uh, a very different view on uh, photography, uh, whereas um, the online business is already a very very important part. So can you can you tell us a little bit more about the numbers? So how many stores do you have? Or what is like your sales strategy? Do you produce your own cameras, for example? Well, to give you an idea, the the struggling chains you mentioned, uh, we have them in the Netherlands as well. But the the major difference between that we saw the the, the market change quite rapidly at the uh, uh, 2010s something. And we saw that we needed to evaluate our business model uh, as a photo specialist. And we saw that we needed to combine all the best practices in the market. So we, we wrote a business plan to become uh, uh, the new photo specialist uh, in the market. And we saw that the uh, group of, of content creators became much wide. So we, we need to embrace new product groups and we needed to embrace new sales strategies. So we expanded the assortment from photography to videography, from videography to audio, to drones, to action cams, to all types of uh, image creators and content creators. And on the other side, developed the business model from classical store sales towards online and later to omni-channel. And that combined with the power of marketing, which is uh, uh, more often underdeveloped in retail to having a, a strong vision and a focus and a message instead of uh, just the touch points. And uh, that's what we uh, uh, did last year and consolidated the market within the niche of uh, image creators and content creators. So where, where does it come out in, in terms of like revenue of the whole company? The, the, the company now consists of uh, 25 stores. 
within one in Germany, uh, 18 in the Netherlands, uh, the rest in Belgium and Luxembourg. We do last year we had a, a revenue of 188 million turnover. Uh, uh, and uh, consists of Camera Express, which does sales, and uh, Budget Cam, which is rental, and Pro Photonet, which is a, a, a printing company for high end uh, prints for on wall decoration as well as photo albums or professional prints. And customers are mainly B two B or B two C. So we are now we are sitting like in the uh, podcasting uh, studio. We can talk about that later in uh, in the Amsterdam uh, uh, superstore. Um, so um, is there like more B two B or B two B B two C customers coming in the no, store? It's 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 I think seventy thirty divide. So for the Camera Express, thirty percent is B two B and seventy percent is a business to consumer. And um, when it comes, when again, I'm referring like to the discussion we had like six six months ago. Um, when we first discussed it, uh, out of a sudden, of course, there was like the Amazon platform question. So why would people even even bother to come to a photo store anymore when there's like a much bigger assortment available on every digital uh, website in, in the internet? So how how did you answer this challenge? The, uh, if you look to the customer journey for buying uh, a quality photo or imaging creator uh, uh, equipment, you see that it differs from uh, a, a, a proposition. If you if you buy online, for example, in the Netherlands we've got Amazon, but also Ball.com or Cool Blue, you see that the main driver for shopping there is uh, convenience. Mm. And that's logic. If you need something, you need it quick, you can uh, uh, see a wide assortment, you can evaluate your product offering and get it quickly. But there's uh, less information, advice and emotion involved in convenience shopping. If you go to uh, high quality uh, products like uh, digital photo cameras in a high sim, you see there's a lot of emotion, technical advice. Uh, and not the product, but the solution is the uh, 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 the thing you're looking for. So you're not buying, uh, for example, a camera. You're buying beautiful memories. Or you're not buying a camera. Or you're buying content for your business. And therefore, the, the advice you need and the configuration of the product is much more uh, complicated. It's not just a camera. It's a camera and a lens and uh, uh, audio recording or like we're sitting here today uh, uh, with your audio recorder, your camera and all the equipment combined gives you the solution to do something. And the customer journey there is much more complicated. And we focused on that. So, And we saw that the, 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 the physical touch points are a very dominant role in that uh, journey of uh, trying out and consulting. Uh, but as well, the convenience shopping, as a professional needs something, they need it quick or they need to, to evaluate products, compare products. Uh, uh, there's an online channel, very important as well, to drive traffic towards the uh, uh, physical touch points. So it's very uh, the combination uh, uh, and the product group which make the difference. What is more important today, the uh, retail stores or the online channel? It's uh, uh, if you look at in a country, for example, the the, the turnover div uh, divided in the Netherlands will be fifty uh, five through stores and forty five through online sales. And that's all already like a very big chunk of the uh, revenue then yeah. generated through online. And uh, and because you're, if I understand it correctly, you're not building your own product. It's uh, uh, rather you're, you're selling. Uh, professional devices, uh, so Panasonic, Sony, whatever, Canon uh, um, equipment. Um, so, what is then your USP of the of the online store? So, are you like uh, the, the price, the leader in the price? Are you the leader in the service? Are you leader in availability? So, how do you differentiate yourself from other stores that you mentioned, like Cool Blue or Bold.com in Holland? Uh, we differentiate an assortment. So we have a, a really the widest assortment and everything from uh, mid to, to high end to, to professional step up. Uh, we know the assortment. So that knowledge about the assortments makes you uh, better to uh, provide the assortment towards your end user. So uh, pricing, I think that's something that, uh, that doesn't differentiate you anymore. So you need to be on par or comparable uh, with pricing. So that's not done. We, we have a, a very strict pricing policy. So we're never the cheapest, but we're not, never ex more expensive than our competitors. So uh, that, that's not a, a driver for us. Uh, oh, wait, 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 wait. You're never the cheapest and never uh, more expensive. Is this possible? So then, then there's like one market price. 
And you see that developing much more and more because everybody's looking towards another and everybody has pricing comparison tools. So you see that, that, that mm. the prices made online are almost the prices which everybody matches. Yeah. So yeah, that, that, that's more and more uh, the, the, the possibility. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah. Um, and of course, uh, in advice, inspiration, education, and service is where we, uh, we make the difference. <laughs> and you told in the beginning um, that you're uh, now consolidating the market a little bit. You talked about like 25 stores now. Uh, where is the store in uh, Germany? In Hannover. Hannover. Ah, that's where, where, where my co-founder Boris comes from uh, in CoCO. And um, uh, uh, we will look up that store uh, later. Um, but uh, uh, how many independent uh, photo retail stores are there left then in, uh, in Holland, you, for example? If you compare it to towards like 10 years ago, I think we have 500 photo specialist stores, small uh, in Holland. Uh, entrepreneurial stores in Holland. Uh, they they sold uh, 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 images for for prints and equipment and often even uh, photography service as well. Yeah. And we saw that they could never reach their customers. They could not facilitate the needs of the new customer because they have no online platform. They could not make the investment in online platform. They had little knowledge of marketing. Uh, they have not the, the the investment or the knowledge to create. Uh, an, an inspirational platform like an academy or yeah. tutorials yeah. or the funding to, to raise a, a store network to have multiple touch points to be available. Yeah. So uh, you saw that the, 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 the companies who were acting on those principles like MediaMarkt in retail or Bull.com online uh, were not offering the specialism and the high service and the, the, the advice or the assortment they needed. So we saw the, an opening to combine the concept of a great online company a great uh, 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 retail chain and the basic principles of a photo store. And by, uh, by combining those and as uh, aggressively growing, we consolidated the market. And today uh, in the Netherlands, for example, we have uh, a 40, 45% market share. Uh, Online as, plus uh, retail store. Yes, uh, total market chain imaging uh, 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 like digital cameras and lenses. And, uh, if, and, and I think they are actively... Uh, 10 uh, uh, photo stores in the niche available, which are still uh, uh, going strong, comparable to the 500 10 years ago. So you see that the, the turnover consolidated quite quickly to few onliners or one store, dot one website, a hybrid, uh, uh, but no real omni-channel chain who has the power of an onliner uh, with the knowledge, the marketing and the, and the platform and assortment and the logistics because that, that, that takes great investments, but also keeps up with the local uh, uh, availability uh, to a chain of stores. How, how do you how do you perceive then uh, the situation in the German market? So I'm not like uh, the 100% uh, uh, photo specialist, but what I uh, see at the market is we have like um, two or three um, okay running specialists like uh, Calumet, uh, which is like on the same level when it comes to mid uh, mid yes, range yes. Uh, premium products. Not so many stores, I think. Uh, not so strong online. But it's it's it's, it's good comparable. For if you take Calumet for an example, you've got a in in Germany you got a different uh, uh, types of story. There's a very strong fourth, uh, third, fourth generation family owned photo specialist who are traditionally in stores. Uh, uh, their stores are is still traditional. Their assortment is still traditional, so mainly focused on photography instead of uh, image creators or, or content creators. Um, and they uh, have not have invested in logistics, marketing, or e-commerce to be a player of the size or the 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 the, the, the yeah the level to compare with bigger onlineers. So there's a very differentiated field of many players who are. Uh, having a chunk of the pie, but none of them excels in certain areas. None of them excels in stores. None, ex none of them excels in online or none of them excels in uh, assortment. Yeah. And that's, that's the status quo. So if you compare it to Calumet, for what I think they have a, a very strong store policy, they've got great stores. They focus very much on high-end photography, mm. but there the assortment might be limited because the innovative assortments like uh, uh, drones, 360 videography, are they are catching up. And the, the, uh, their online concept is quite thin and their presence is quite thin. So, uh, uh, and if you look to, uh, to our concept, we are even online dominating 
the markets within the product group. So you know, what, what I try to find out is, um, is there like a consolidation trend uh, even cross-border? Yes. So, uh, and that, that only would make sense if there's like a real, real USP, like in uh, synergy effects um, apart from the brand, because yeah. you, would have, you would have the same uh, uh, investment needed in building like an online presence in Germany as Calumet uh, uh, would need, for example. Um, uh, before we take talking about this uh, maybe we can uh, we can wrap up wrap up the uh, market assessment a little bit though there have been like a chain called photoporst uh, i think in the history of uh, germany yeah. photoprin which i think is uh, even uh, um, e even has a, a root in my hometown kiel uh, i'm not i'm i'm not 100 sure here so it's like uh, sin ice uh, and some others so Do you see like the same consolidation already happened in Germany or is it yes. still ongoing? No, no. The, 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 I, uh, we think that the consolidation you see in Germany is currently happening. What happened like five, six years ago in the Netherlands is, is currently happening within Germany. You see that the competition is getting tighter and tighter when the photo specialists don't claim their position online or in omnichannel. You see that Amazon or MediaMarkt will take over the volume available. Mm. Uh, uh, which, uh, yeah, which the, the, the turnover they will divide because the profitability of those fault specialists won't keep up with their smaller volumes or their business models. Mm, okay, we, we talked about this before. So our office in Hamburg is located to the biggest uh, consumer electronics stores worldwide or maybe Europe. Yeah. Uh, the, the former C, uh, COO told me it's worldwide, but you never know, it might, might be biased. <laughs> And uh, uh, because it's so close to the office, so sometimes if we need, like, need additional equipment, we just go there and say, okay, we, we just need it now. Uh, don't care. We're like for the 20 euros that could have been saved through online. Go to the store. And if I, I ask, uh, I asked the, um, uh, the COO from the former CEO from MediaMarkt, okay, is this something you can uh, build up upon? Uh, you really can, uh, you, you really can drive um, the growth. Um, I think the, area for uh, photo equipment in this store is like 1,000 square meters, which yeah. is already very big. There's yes. lots of uh, enormous, lots, lots of equipment yes. uh, still there. Uh, and like from an analyst uh, view, they might be uh, an, an outside analyst might say, okay, this is probably the winning model because people that are interested in electronic coming like to a big uh, uh, Saturn store or media market store, they just grab then the next best Sony A7 or so yeah. camera. Uh, they don't need like a specialist uh, uh, like you are. And when you when when I entered here the store, you, uh, you told me about the connection between um, sales uh, personnel yeah. and customers. So I think your perception of, of the USP is a little bit different. So what would you tell the CEO Wolfgang? Well, by the way, what we see, we we uh, developed our store concept, and uh, we think that that just being big. Uh, 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 is not the the the, the USP uh, to drive on in the near future. I think that that mm. the most important thing you can big uh, in terms of bigger store, bigger stores or or, mm. or more assortment. It's also about the quality of the assortment. Uh, for an example, those I, I visit that store as well, and if you see, it's more of a accumulation of small brand stores. Uh, so they've rented out the, the the square meters to all the brands, and all the brands position their little store within the store. So it's 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 not that store. It has no identity. It's accumulation of brands uh, with not a single brand identity or uh, not a message. It's just it's there. Mm. So it's it has no unique selling proposition. And what people uh, are looking for more and more is confirmation uh, of making the right choice when you buy more an ex uh, uh, expensive product, or they're looking for a solution and then they need equipment to. Uh, make that solution happen and therefore they need interaction and the main proposition of physical stores is still is the personnel uh, uh, for the confirmation the advice uh, the service uh, uh, also for the fun factor which is uh, uh, I think uh, uh, too low valuated because the fun factor of uh, engaging with a human being in a store is still one of the one number one hobbies in the Netherlands shopping and shopping is in, is, is interacting with stores assortment and people so if you have just a big uh, 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 200 500 square meter accumulation of different brand stores and assortment but you're missing out on the people or the knowledge of the experience of shopping you're, you're, you're still selling nothing just space 
or square meters towards the major brands. So, um, and, and people don't often come for a brand specifically, they come for the store. So if you lose your own identity, your, your, your unique proposition to, uh, compared to others is disappearing more and more. Uh, yeah. Okay, let's dive into the customers then a little bit to have a better understanding of, uh, of, of, of your standpoint. Um, the customer that is usually, like, usually coming here in this store, so yeah. where we're sit sitting right now, um, buying online, buying at the store. So how, much, how many touch points do you have with uh, this customer? Like five a year, two a year, ten a year? Buying uh, stuff? Uh, depends on which type of customer. Is it a regular consumer? Then it's probably once every two years. Because they don't buy every year photo equipment. If it's, uh, we divided them in three groups. We got the enthusiastic image creator, which is a, a regular consumer, but wants more quality and more, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, how do you call it? Uh, correct words. Uh, um, they want to, they want to differentiate their photography from the availability of a smartphone. You know, they want yeah. more. They want yeah. more quality, more options. Yeah. Uh, for their holiday or their, their, their child or, or whatever situation is there in a private. So that's, that's the enthusiastic photographer. And they visit us once every two years, approximately. Then you got the fanatic uh, image creator or uh, photographer. They visit us multiple times each year. Mm -hmm. So uh, they buy camera lenses and accessories and are more engaged. So they want to learn. It's for them, photography or image creation is a, is a learning curve. Yeah. So uh, they invest more and have much more touch points with us, online and offline, at events we organize or at our online tutorials or academy. What is the average revenue of uh, such target group per year? It's over a thousand euro you can make with them. If you divide the uh, uh, total of, of a few years and divide because it's different to a year, you've got when you buy equipment, it's more thousand euro a year, and then afterwards it's just accessories. Yeah. So if you divide it, it's it's I think approximately above the thousand euro a year. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then you've got the uh, professional image creator, which we also serve, and they have even sometimes uh, 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 five till ten touch points uh, a year. And their spend is ab uh, above uh, 2,000, 3,000 euros a year. And you, you told in the beginning about uh, the rental business model for the professional image creators. Does it make sense instead of like spending 10,000k per year on equipment, renting stuff for special purposes? Yes, especially for the uh, upcoming content creators. You know, uh, in, in the past, it was uh, a discipline being done in-house by companies. But these days, it's much more outsourced. They, they hire people to create content. And in fact, uh, uh, they often are young uh, uh, entrepreneurial content creators. So they don't have the uh, availability to invest big. And you see also that the innovation within the product category is, 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 is high and uh, uh, catches up rapidly. So investments are made. Not You don't buy a camera for 10 years anymore. You know, buy a camera which you can use or use for three years or maybe two years and then an innovation catch up. As well as uh, every... Uh, 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 every business solution you need to offer requires a different set of equipment, different lenses, maybe different lightning, uh, uh, different studio equipment and everything. So they often buy the camera, but they rent the lenses because they're quite expensive and you don't use every lens on every occasion. So I think there's a, a very good hybrid model there um, where we can offer you the camera for your day-to-day -day business with the lens you, you, you need in 60-70% of the occasions. But for the 30-40% other occasions, you need an extra camera for a two-point camera angle or uh, different lenses because you're doing a, a, a rep video which requires more dynamic uh, lenses or you need extra lightning because you have a, a certain uh, business uh, uh, you have to... Uh, 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 to registrate. Uh, so uh, there, I think those two uh, combine greatly. Yeah, I'm asking this question because um, uh, we have in Germany the case of Thoman, which is a yeah. big audio yeah. uh, uh, um, retailer. And, and this retailer is becoming now the blueprint of um, how to beat Amazon in a, in a specific niche. And the, uh, and the audio customer, uh, like I am, for example, for podcasting equipment, is like buying, like let's say, something between like 500 to 1,000 uh, euro in value per year. It's yeah. like, uh, I don't know, four or five times a year touch point. Yeah. And this creates, an, uh, this creates an, a retail setup that is sufficient to beat big platforms because you need like this 
constant touchpoints, this frequent touchpoint. Otherwise, you would uh, you would uh, uh, you would uh, win the customer back from Google or Amazon like every time, and uh, and this is like a, a very bad situation to be in because very like costly in, in, innovation in, in, in the uh, Google and Facebook game. The bigger platforms like Cool Blue and Bull always outperform you because they can sell the customers on top of the camera. I don't know a T-shirt. Yeah. So to say, yeah. so you lose yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, over a certain time. And <clears throat> I met a, a couple of episodes ago, ago, which is now also available in Vimlex. The uh, CEO of Pierce. Pierce is uh, uh, the biggest distributor of uh, enduro and motocross equipment uh, in Europe. Um, I think it's more or less the same uh, revenue space. So 200 million in revenue. Yeah. And and in the enduro lover, uh, motocross lover is as uh, I, I tried to compare him or her with the with the photo enthusiast. So he has a same, same assortment uh, um, uh, uh, advantage here because if you specialize on the assortment and on the filtering, you have like a much better selection or much better help for the customers to find the, 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 the right camera, the right lenses, the right whatever. Something a big platform cannot do because there's so many new attributes you have exactly. to build in your data, yeah. uh, in your database, it, I think uh, which is not impossible. And I'm trying to think about um, okay, the the photo professionals are su- super cool target yeah. group because actually you have you could you could even afford a call center to call them up and say here's an event in Rotterdam coming up and yeah. you know we have like a, a super uh, blue hour setup here at the Schiphol Airport for like our 100 best customers and it would pay out yeah. the uh, the uh, more advanced customers. Yeah, maybe over CRM, automated CRM. I'm a little bit worried about like the standard customer who's coming in here like uh, every once in a while, every like second year. It's uh, true, but that 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 is exactly the problem of those customers. It's very uh, uh, difficult to catch because their uh, touch point or the, the the times they touch your one of your sales touch points is 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 not enough to keep them engaged with your brand. Mm. So uh, uh, that's the most challenging group for us as well. But if you compare us to Toman, for example, which uh, gained his leading position also through volume uh, 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 and consolidation of the market, he's the only big player in yeah. the offering of audio. The only left. So only left because uh, the winner takes all. And that's what you see in the photography business. It's very much divided yet, but it has to be a winner to be competing with the bigger platforms. Mm-hmm. So there's a, sin- is a similarity between what we are trying to do and what Tomal already did. But they chose to do it purely, mainly online. Yeah. And uh, we see that's not enough. That's not the, the best future uh, 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 profitable business model. Mm-hmm. So we're combining offline and online in a situation where offline attributes to online. So that doesn't mean you need, like in, in the Netherlands, you could also have 100 stores. Mm-hmm. But then the coverage... Of a, of a store and the reach doesn't match the potential clientele. So having online a store of offline stores combined in good omni-channel, you also need to position your stores and look what is the range people would like to travel to have the extra service of a store. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Got it. So the, the, okay. the, that's very important the, as well. As we are already talking about Tuman, are you also into audio? Are you selling no. microphones and no. all this stuff? No. We, we, we for us, it's a category which we service because. The image creators also record audio, for example, for the video discipline. But probably we'll have customers who are customers from Camera Express and also customers from Toman. Ah, okay. So Toman is a thing here in the Netherlands too? Yeah. They, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, With their Dutch website. Okay. Yeah. So talking about uh, platforms then and uh, uh, being like the winner takes it all. Now, two weeks ago, I think um, Amazon announced that they now will uh, really... Uh, invest into Amazon.nl. Yes. Uh, and, uh, and, and that's something we've also discussed with Ruth Vermeulen from uh, Bull.com uh, in one of our episodes. Okay, what's, what will happen when Amazon is calling? Uh, it was a very intense discussion. And uh, what is happening actually is that they call up all the vendors in the market uh, and say, okay, please, uh, please uh, give us your merchandise. Please list it on Amazon. You will have like an additional uh, uh, revenue, even though um, the um, uh, the vendors know that it's it's kind of a prisoner's dilemma. It's a trap. On yeah. the on the but uh, as you know, your sellers they are like incentivized usually on a quarterly basis. Uh, if they are selling more stuff into Camera Express, into Ben's business, they're getting their reward. Same is happening now with, with Amazon. So let's say Amazon uh, 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 is investing into the, uh, in, the, in, the, in the camera. 
um, uh, assortment a lot. Is, is this something uh, that, 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 uh, um, that it's, it's makes very, it sleep a little bit harder? No, but it's a very good question, Alex, because uh, you see a change of mentality from the suppliers as well. So what you mentioned is something that was happening. They were only uh, focused on selling. You know, they are uh, uh, rewarded for selling in into retail mm. and not on selling out through retail. And that's something that's a big change happening within the supplier side as well. And the greatest example I always use is that the suppliers or the, 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 the producers, like the, for example, take Canon. Canon is not interested in how much cameras it sells through Amazon to Bold.com or through Camera Express. It's interesting how much cameras they sell. And uh, uh, they've learned this the hard way by losing a lot of sales channels and seeing that the market is declining or declining rep more rapidly than they, they it would. Because you need, if, if you're an innovative company, you need to bring your innovation towards the consumer. That's the most difficult part of a producer, of a, a product. And if you don't have change or communication platforms or retailers who can bring that communication of the innovations you offer towards the users, you're selling less and less because then your product is not more, uh, it doesn't divide from other competing products. So people start buying lesser or cheaper products. So there's a big shift going on from that side where they start learning more and more about their end users and looking more to the journey in partnerships with the retailers. And, uh, and uh, awarding them more on their sell-through and the quality they add. So you get rewarded or do you create new markets for us yeah, instead of do you buy big? And that change helps the, the, the more value-added concepts like us. For example, in the consumer market, why do we have even throughout the, the difficulty, like you mentioned, through the cool blue ball.com or media market with the... Uh, 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 Consumer who only has once, twice a year interest in an imaging product to, to offer something that adds value. For example, if you buy a camera from us with cost 399 euros, we offer you a free photography course in our academy software. So you get for free an academy which teaches you how to use your product. And it has a, 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 a personal value of 80, 90 euros. But because the, uh, uh, the possibilities digitally, it's very affordable for us to create that content and distribute it to all customers who buy such a camera. So when customers nowadays evaluate where to buy such a camera, they do that mainly 90% of the Netherlands does it online. They see an added value proposition at the same price they should buy it from a different channel. Mm. And then, then we, we get a, a, a share of that market towards us which we see as when we can uh, make them enthusiastic about image creation, will be the next fanatic photographers. Okay, got it. So no sleepless nights due to Amazon <laughs> yet. Yet uh, I will ask you the question again in half a year or so. No, but, but uh, still, uh, to, to, to making the bridge towards the comes of Amazon, currently in the Netherlands, we have Amazon from Germany. Uh, Germany has 2% lower taxes than the Netherlands and uh, a totally different competitive markets. So we are currently uh, 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 engaged with the pricing of Germany. When Amazon comes to the Netherlands, they do like they do in all markets. They adapt to the market. So they look what's the competitive pricing point and assortment in that market and then change. Look for the UK or France. They have completely different prices than uh, Germany. And if you look through the, uh, uh, as a big online retailer, uh, we have, of course, the 55% offline and 45% online. We also see the difference in sales in price points in different products. So if you compare what kind of assortment is being sold online, it's cameras till a price point of 500 euros. If you look after the 500 euro, the customer journey changes to, to photo specialist. So like, uh, I think the, uh, the market share for, a more expensive full-frame camera, so the cameras are starting at 1,000 euro, is 90% in the Netherlands is being sold to photo specialists. But we have major online platforms like Coolblue, Bold.com, even Amazon is available for our customers in the Netherlands, uh, and we've got a uh, uh, media market. But still 90% of the customers choose to buy those cameras at photo specialists. Mm. Even, well, even the online sales are going to photo specialists. Okay. So you see, the, 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 the competition from Amazon... I think uh, uh, our colleagues at Bold.com or Cool Blue uh, 
I, 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 I can imagine that they are afraid of losing a lot of, uh, a lot of share in their business because on a convenient shopping site, products uh, below 500 euros, Amazon is a serious competitor. If you look at products above 500 euro or 1,000 euro above, Sorry. which is our market. Investment products. Yeah. Investment products. They are not the leader. Mm. So, but but uh, Kublu, Bull.com, they are mainly, they have like 70% of their uh, stock or products sold is below 500 euros. So, I can imagine there's a direct competitor entering the market on the same category in the same product range as you're actively in. And... We have our focus. Of course, we do add those customers in uh, B2C, but our focus is the fanatic and the professional. So the upgraders, the people who are more engaged in the product have a, a, a more touch point than just once, twice uh, a year. Yeah. Okay. I got this. So let's stay with this. So uh, we, we come. We'll come back uh, to this in, in a minute. Um, If we are looking to Amazon or if we're looking uh, um, into the business model of bull.com, we see that um, especially in online, the businesses are getting better and better if they, uh, if they uh, add more assortment. And like in a, in a standard e-commerce or retail business, uh, you usually had to buy merchandise from the vendor and sell it uh, with like, an, of course, a markup uh, to the customer. In a digital, that's not necessary anymore. You can go into the marketplace mode. You can uh, just uh, go to the vendor and say, okay, Sony, I take the A7 camera. The rest is not good enough for me. We can list it on our website. Fair yeah. enough. Whenever there's an order coming in, uh, we will push the order through your system and in, then you send us. Uh, so yeah. we're getting rid of the inventory risk. Yeah. And, and, and in an even further development where now Alibaba and uh, Amazon is really active, um, you're not even a marketplace anymore. You're only selling ad space, which is like the Alibaba, Alibaba yeah. business model yeah. because you don't want to be responsible for uh, the product policy of the vendor. You, you, you don't care anymore no. if like Canning is doing good cameras or Sony is doing good cameras. You only sell them ad space because you are like the place to be for camera enthusiasts or for photo enthusiasts. And, uh, 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 and that's actually where I see all online businesses uh, 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 um, uh, um, will have to go to be competitive in the future. So uh, if I look from the outside uh, into the Camera Express business model, I would assume you're still on, we, we call it like generation one yeah. uh, retail model. Is, is this true? No. 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 Absolutely not. I think generation one business model is, is, is uh, retailing through uh, uh, economy of scale or yeah. uh, uh, lean and mean. You know? I, buy, I buy more Sony, I get a better price. Yeah, exactly. But, but I think that, that those are the old days because even the, 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 the Sonys and the Canons don't think that way anymore. Mm. So if you have a business model still working on that uh, uh, way of procurement or service levels, yeah, then you're way behind. Even the, the producers are already ahead of you. So, uh, no, certainly not. I think we've evolved from a classic photographic store towards uh, a, a, a strong omni-channel business, which has a solid USPs to engage with the clientele on a different level and create fans instead of just one-time one one touch businesses or consumers. So, and that's where we can uh, help our customers. We can add value through our tutorials, our content, our events, Uh, our academy, our service in store, uh, uh, instead of just being uh, economy of scale. So cheaper, bigger, and faster. You know, And I think that that type of retailing is, if you compare to Bobo.com, it's a great example. I once read a piece about a, a marketeer who's uh, uh, controversial. He likes to be controversial, but I, I thought he had a good point. You know, Bobo.com is changed to marketplaces because their web shop failed. So I thought, I thought that, 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 that is, of course, just one point of view. But it's an interesting point of view because they, they acted to become a marketplace because they could not make profit from just regular webshop retailing. But Kublu did, for an example. But even Kublu, which, which was rapidly growing, uh, they are living on growth. But the growth is coming to an end as well. So if you look at Camera Express from, from, from like uh, 25 years of history... We've always been a fast-growing and profitable company. So uh, uh, you see that creating value or adding value can lead to growth in even a declining market, but still be a, a, a strong business model because the, the, the only thing that in retail that matters in a business model is making profit as well. Because otherwise, 
all the things you do which you think are great probably don't have any value because you're not making profit of it. If you're a producer like Canon, then that's a different story. You know? But a retailer, we are just sending uh, products from A to B. So uh, there's no technology involved. There's no advanced investments which we can, on a later scale, when we are big and old and strong, we can earn on. You know? it's, it's not like we're Facebook. No, we're just retailers. So all those technology platforms like those web shops which were when they started were like innovative they needed investments and you need to, to be innovative to create a, a good web shop are now c- available for everybody even at, 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 at a certain point to become a retailer you could join a marketplace you could buy a certain software and be a, be available so though it, it caught up with them and they haven't evolved in their business they are still one step ahead when online advertising was cheap, when logistics were cheap, uh, when you had a lean and bean and economy of scale advantages, but those are gone. Mm-hmm. So what's left? Uh, and then you see that, for example, I read in, read in the news today that Bull.com does not report their figures separately from Ahold. And they say, yeah, because it makes the business vulnerable to Amazon. But how would that make the business vulnerable to Amazon? You know, I don't... It's, it's only like you've got something to hide, you know? Is, is that the problem? Don't you know where your business model is going? Don't you know where to make your profit? You know, if you look to those niche retailers like Toman, for example, it's a strong company with a strong focus and a good earnings. If you look at Camera Express, it's growing in a consolidating market, adding value, have a strong focus, have a strong vision where to go and are profitable and growing. So I think that's the best way to judge on a retailer instead of economy scale or, or growth figures. Yeah, pr- profit seems to become like an outdated KPI these days. Yeah, but, uh, yeah I'm, I'm, with, I'm with you. But talking about like declining markets, I read in, uh, in the most recent Brand 1 uh, magazine that in I think the peak in uh, the digital camera um, selling in Germany was, I don't know, 2005, 2006. It was yeah. like 120 million. And in 2019, it was like 10 million. So yeah. that seems to be very it's, declining yeah. Yeah. market. Now we are in a store, <laughs> which is like uh, pretty much positioned in the digital camera uh, market. So is it? Do you see the same in the more professional equipment side, or was it always like a growing market? No, no. It's it, it's a very good question, Alex. Because um, when a, a market declines rapidly, it's very interesting to 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 open the box and look look inside what's really happening. You know, uh, the smartphone uh, 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 adaptation peak was just a few years ago where everybody had a high-quality smartphone with a camera. And you saw that the decline of digital cameras in general, which consists from digital cameras starting at 99 and ends at cameras cost 10,000 euros, uh, they are judged as one category, digital cameras. But it's not one category. If you see the decline, the decline has been 80% of that decline is cameras below 300 euros, which are totally replaced by the smartphone. It's like, like saying that, that, that audio doesn't exist anymore uh, in speakers because uh, the, the MP3 players got uh, replaced by Spotify. You know, it's, it's, it's different, you know. Now we have wireless speakers. So the category changes. You see that there's a certain replacement by innovation. So cheaper cameras get replaced by smartphones, but their image uh, uh, sharing is, is, is I think, uh, 2,000% up instead of... Uh, so the, the, the engagement with, with content, video or image has, has been greatly awarded. But you see that there's a group of enthusiasm, a fanatic or professionals, which is stable and even growing in more expensive cameras. For example, the category full frame uh, photo cameras, which really divide on a uh, innovation or a specification on a quality side from smartphones or cheaper cameras, that category has been growing for almost seven years already. What is full frame? Full frame are, are digital cameras with a very big sensor. So uh, they capture light in, an, in, a, in a different way than uh, smartphones. They have a more dynamic range, they have better light sensitivity, and they create more uh, depth of field, mm. which you know that there's a magic word, bokeh. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This, this one. It's yeah, yeah, exactly. So the, the, those cameras can create a totally different set of content uh, compared to, to smartphones or cheaper cameras. And you see that that's where we mainly focus. So who are the bleeders in the change of the digital imaging market? That are the, the, the people who sell cameras uh, uh, through 300 euros. That are mass retailers or online retailers. Because that's a product you buy from convenience. 
Yeah. You know what you want, you want the best price point and, so, and you buy so it. Uh, it is a consolidating market, but you say, what you would say, it's more transformative like, instead so, of just. So it's not like hitting like your, uh, your niche that hard, like because there's, and there we are sitting in a room with some uh, drones in here and augmented reality which is like uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, like there's like new stuff coming in your uh, exactly. uh, in your industry as, as we are like hitting like the 40 minute mark here uh, which is like the domestic flight lands uh, <laughs> in germany not netherlands uh, we have to uh, we have to do like a little bit uh, of wrap up so if you're uh, looking at 2020 2021 and you've seen a lot of like consolidation in the market did a lot of like um, superior omnichannel experience. So if I would go to a, like an older retailer here, he would describe uh, uh, where he wants to be, uh, uh, what is actually the situation where you have been already like three years ago. Yeah. No, omnichannel is done. You can select like on your website uh, 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 from, uh, you can see the assortment store-wise, uh, I would assume. So is this available at the exactly. superstore here in Amsterdam? So, so if you like buy something online, you can give it back here. So all the like standard omnichannel stuff is done. It's so, done. What's so, next? What's next? Yeah. Uh, that's that's a great question <laughs> because that's that's something we've been asking ourselves as well, <laughs> and we think that retail is 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 uh, evolving rapidly. You know, uh, 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 the consumer behaving is rap- uh, evolving so rapidly; it's even uh, difficult to catch up. And I think that for us, it's the the uh, the most important to be able to adapt quickly. So that's why we try a lot. We are today in a new store in Amsterdam, which we just remodeled two months ago. And we created a, a, a testing and a, a creation space in yeah. a store where you can test your camera in a real life studio environment, which is free. Uh, we're sitting in the, the sound booth, uh, the podcast studio or the vlog studio where you can uh, try out audio equipment, uh, video equipment and everything. Record podcast, so every listener you can the, come can come here, rent the room, yeah, uh, and record yeah. podcast. So, so that's why we're trying to to, to accommodate our user mm. group much more. But the goal for us is being uh, uh, developing the business of retail. So we think that it's more going to be community based for niche players like us. So we need to facilitate their platform, their usage, the, the connect them with each other to to be able to uh, have them exchange knowledge together to. Yeah, so, so not just being able to offer a web shop, but also an, a community platform. Uh, new types of, of ownership. So that's why we recently acquired a rental company to, uh, to integrate the knowledge from rental and pay for use instead. We call it rental, but it's, it's more pay for use. And we think that the hybrid of pay for use combined with uh, uh, selling will be the future. So all types of ownership or, or usage uh, uh, combine that with a community of image creators and being able to connect them and provide them relevant content, that will be the future retail. So stores are a f- uh, one of the touch points there. They need to change for just buying, but to meet, to experience, uh, uh, to exchange knowledge uh, instead of just uh, being a store at itself. It's one of the touch points in a larger concept. And the concept will be community with all services provide, so not just buying the equipment, but use the equipment, print with the equipment, or uh, uh, pay for use or rental. So I think it's uh, it's interesting where it will end. But I think it's the the, the, the biggest challenge is to keep up with the consumers and their demands in that. Mm. Okay, yeah, I got that. So let's assume our new video audiographer uh, um, at um, at Spriker, I call it Alexei. He's the, he's requesting for an event and one of this, um, fancy, uh, what is it called? Red cameras? Yes. Like 20k. Yeah. yeah. So, and I would say, no, we can't buy this because like two events a year, they'll yeah. try to rent one. What yeah. is, is this something you would offer? Yes. That's something yeah. we would offer. But also for an How exam- much for a day? For? For a day. How much would it be? For a day? Yeah. Or for like for a week. I don't know. What, what, uh, what I don't know. But I think the, 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 depends on which red camera. But if you look the basic Raven equipment, which is a 10K or 12K of investment, will be 250 a day. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. So, uh, uh, because professional equipment lasts longer. So the day price yeah. are uh, compared to the, 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 the ownership value is interesting. Yeah. 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 But it's that's, also, not, that's not true for Ferrari rental, but uh, uh, in general, uh, I agree. So in you, general, I agree. Yeah. You've got to own one. Then, yeah. uh, but that's not... Yeah. <laughs> they don't get more... Uh, so so you, you're looking that into a bright future from your point of view. You don't, need, you don't have to fear like the platform economy, economy because you're becoming a platform. Exactly. Um, but you know, on a different platform, not yeah. just a retail platform, but mm. a platform for content creators on which we use all the services 
uh, they need from A to Z. Just not okay. just procurement, but also pay for use, rental, uh, uh, knowledge, uh, uh, exchange, meeting points. And then my, my last question would be, um, how much, how big is then the risk to uh, slide into all the other niches? Uh, one we have already touched, which is like audio and say, yeah, there's yeah. So, many, so many people now renting this podcasting room, though. Let's sell microphones. Let get, let's get into a big deal with Sennheiser and yeah. Rode and all the no, other I, audio I, it, It's uh, great producer. that you mentioned it because I think that's a very big risk. I think that the focus uh, of the niche makes you the king of the niche and you, uh, the understanding of your clientele. Mm. And by that, that deep knowledge you have of the assortment and of the clientele, you can excel. And then you can really build a platform and community for that product yeah. group. If you make it wider and wider, you're, 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 you're not unique anymore. And then you start uh, uh, heading towards the platform economy or the platform retailers. Mm. So selling everything of everything. Mm. And uh, then you, you, your lack of knowledge, your lack of, uh, of, of, of connection with the customers. So your, your assortment as well as your engagement with them will be much more difficult to, to, to really uh, excel in. Uh, so no, I think I think this is this is the key is focus on what you're doing and being the the, the best in that category. That will help you uh, achieve the next expectations from uh, consumers. Uh, uh, yeah, cool. That was very helpful. <laughs> At least we have found like one omni-channel winner, which is very hard to find uh, yeah. uh, in the market. Uh, we will. Uh, we will uh, closely follow your business uh, and hopefully hope, uh, hopefully we can do like a catch up maybe of one of the bigger conferences in uh, uh, in Germany on stage yeah, yeah. Uh, then you can show the equipment too <laughs> uh, thank you for your time thank uh, you. and then uh, I highly appreciated the uh, podcast uh, room uh, investment here and hope there's going to be some more Wimlex episodes to be recorded here thank you thanks Dan. I hope you enjoyed our little conversation about the photo and video retailing market Uh, please give us a nice review on iTunes or SoundCloud or whatever podcasting app you're listening to The Wimlex Show. Um, refer The Wimlex Show to your friends and stay tuned for the next episodes out from Stockholm, Germany and Amsterdam. Amsterdam.